Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We're coming up on three years now, which is a long time after a head injury. It's been 33 months since a cross-country teammate accidentally stumbled and hit Caitlin in the head, leading to the anterograde amnesia she's dealt with ever since. She has relatively normal memory from before that day in October of 2017, but really nothing since. Caitlin has no idea what day it is. She never asks. She doesn't ask. She has no sense of time. None. Her parents, Chris and Jennifer, though, well know what day is on the horizon. A day of reckoning. She's turning 18. She's turning 18, and it's time to look at her care and be prepared for the what-ifs. I'm Fox 8's Bob Buckley, and this is Caitlin Can't Remember. It's got set up in here. Caitlin! Hey, Caitlin. What you doing, baby doll? It's a beautiful spring day in Greensboro, North Carolina. And Caitlin Little is playing a much happier tune. It's not unusual to see someone Caitlin's age playing the piano. What's unusual here is that Caitlin never has before. Never played anything, really. Have you ever played an instrument before? Not other than a recorder. <laughs> In fourth grade? With a rough patch. <laughs> that sense of humor Caitlin displayed there is no small thing. After more than a year in which the debilitating pain Caitlin was in, on top of the brain injury that makes even routine functions difficult, left her quite literally in a dark place. She would often sit in the corner of their unlit den with a brace around her neck, saying nothing. She was in constant pain. Much of that is gone, fortunately, but so still is her memory. It was called I Can Only Imagine. She only knows the name of the song because she sees it on her phone and knows which keys to play because each one has the note written on the vertical portion of the key. A, B, C, etc. Is this a new song? It is a new song. You've not heard that one before, have you? Her mom has no idea how she can play the piano since she never had training beyond that recorder she mentioned a minute ago. Are you surprised that you can play music? Yeah. You know Caitlin is feeling better just by looking at her. She's put on 20 pounds in the last year, much needed. Her skin looks so much healthier, too. And though she's dealt with not having a memory for more than two years, it's impressive how aware Caitlin is about what's going on. She definitely understands her illness. She has an awareness of her illness 
Um, she doesn't know to call it Lyme disease. She says there's an infection attacking me. When we listened in on a conversation she had with her mother a little while ago, we got a sense of how bad things were getting and how cognizant Caitlin was of it all. Do you know you have a head injury? Can you feel that? Yes. Do you know that your memory is erasing? Can you feel it? Dis Obviously. Okay. Do you think there is something else going on besides a brain injury? Quite possibly. What could it be? What does it feel like? It's not something in my control. Okay. Mm. What's it feel like it's doing to your body? Aging me is the best word I could... With the medical clock ticking and all the doctors they've seen unable to find anything close to an answer, Caitlin's father, Chris, has earned himself something of a blue-collar MD, particularly concerning Caitlin's issues. I sleep with my laptop beside me or on my chest, and when I, if I wake up at 12 at night or 1 in the morning or 2 in the morning, I research. I have uh, doctor's conferences playing on YouTube in the background, hoping I'll pick up something useful. He hadn't picked up on the idea of Lyme disease until that doctor in California saw the story on Caitlin in People magazine, then went online and watched all of my Buckley reports on Caitlin and called the Littles to tell them that was his thought. And once Chris saw that... I probably looked at every available uh, YouTube video on Lyme disease done in the last five years. Suddenly, for the first time in more than two years, they had something that made sense to use as a roadmap. I wondered how in the world we couldn't have stumbled across this before with all the testing we've done, all the doctors we've talked to, all the clinics we've been to around the country. And I thought it must have been very rare. Not as rare as you might think. When Chris began looking at the theory that Lyme may be playing a major role in what's going on with Caitlin, he found something fascinating. Remember Tommy Hilfiger? That American clothing designer whose stuff was everywhere in the 1980s and 90s with that signature red, white, and blue tag? Well, Tommy has a daughter named Allie who has a story very similar to Caitlin's. And Chris Little found it on YouTube late one night. And she gave a very powerful 30-minute interview in which she detailed how when she was very young, seven or eight years old, she got sick. And her parents took her from doctor to doctor to doctor, just like we took Caitlin. And the doctors hit everything under the sun, that she was faking it, that she didn't want to go to school, that she had pneumonia, that she had mono, that she had MS, that she had lupus, to where they finally said, it's just in her brain. There's nothing wrong with her. It's in her mind. She needs counseling. She went 12 years misdiagnosed until she finally ended up in a psychiatric unit. There, a psychiatrist saw her and, more importantly, saw her reality. You aren't crazy, the psychiatrist told Allie. You have Lyme disease. And once she got the proper treatment, she got back to normal, whatever that is for a clothing designer in New York, and has gotten married and has a beautiful little girl now. That's amazing. Could this diagnosis do the same amazing things for Caitlin? Chris and Jennifer admit that, for now, it's just a working theory. But it's a good working theory when nobody else can make sense of any of it. Here's the idea. About 300,000 people in the U.S. and Canada get bitten each year by the ticks that carry the Lyme disease bacterium. The tick needs to stay attached to you for about 36 hours for the bacteria to spread. And in about one in five cases, it does spread and attack areas other than where the bite was. For most people, that's joint pain. Caitlin talked about all of her joints hurting for months. And for about 10 to 15 percent of people who get Lyme, it affects their brain. 
But that can take a while, up to 12 weeks, according to the official medical literature. But Chris Little suspects it might be even longer and probably was for Caitlin. He believes it waits for some trauma to the body and attacks that area. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. When they started researching how to best deal with Lyme disease, the Littles came across a doctor about an hour and a half away in Raleigh, North Carolina. His name is Bill Rawls, and he too had Lyme. Once he got diagnosed, he tried regular antibiotics and whatnot. It was relatively ineffective. He felt worse afterwards. So he finally developed his own protocol, basically vitamin supplements, traditional Chinese medicine. The supplements Dr. Rawls put together worked for a while for Caitlin. She began feeling significantly better and started gaining weight. But they realized she needed more. When you look at the research literature, it says that combining the traditional Chinese medicine and nutrition with the proper antibiotics and medications, you have a much greater chance of success. Your potatoes and carrots. Caitlin is at the stove in her kitchen making beef stew. Do you use stew beef or yes, beef ma'am? Tips? Her nutritional cravings fluctuate. For a while, she couldn't get enough hot sauce, and there were a couple of brands in particular that she loved. I just bought a gallon of each in what October, and she quit eating both. Oh, I'm sorry. You can't. It's not your fault. You just right now, her thing is eggs. Boiled eggs. I love boiled eggs. But most of her nutrition comes from those supplements she gets from Dr. Rawls. Right now, her digestive system still does not work, and that's our biggest thing. You know, for me, I need the body just to function and be able to take in nutrients, and then I feel like the brain can jump on board. Most of her medicine comes in daily shots of a powerful antibiotic called Rocephin. I think they use it a lot in Germany. And it's specifically meant for neurological Lyme. So the ideal treatment would be putting in a pick line port, insert it above the heart, use a pick line, and have an IV each day. PIC is an acronym. It stands for Peripherally Inserted Central Catheter. It's what they often use for chemo, a line that connects directly into a major vein like the superior vena cava to get the medicine into the bloodstream without passing through the gastric system. The medicine is inserted into the catheter with a simple syringe. But it wasn't the right choice for Caitlin. Her heart was not in the right place where she was ready to accept that. It's a little too weak. And we had a discussion about how would she react to this device in her chest with her memory still resetting every minute. How is she going to react in her sleep? Is she going to do some kind of panic motion, rip it out? Jennifer pulls her right arm strongly across her chest as if she's discovered a port attached to her, much as she might imagine Caitlin doing. These are the things you have to think about when your daughter's memory lasts only a minute. They could still use Rosefin. They just have to drive 30 minutes or so west to Winston-Salem to get it in a shot each day. That's what they've been doing for a couple of months. And again, Caitlin was very aware of what the shots are doing for her. She immediately, the very first day she got it, said, ooh, you got to keep this coming. This is going to help. 
And what it did the very first, the injections in her bottom and that meaty part of the back of the hip, and it immediately stopped the horrible knee and ankle joint pain on that leg. So every day she goes, she shakes her leg going, wow, yep, this is gonna be helpful. And we have a running joke of, if we put her upside down and do a handstand, would the medicine then go to her head faster? When you're where Caitlin Little was, you celebrate every little improvement you can find. And for the first time in more than two years, they're finally seeing some. They're very small, you have to be very observant, but her personality is the biggest thing. She has enough brain power, enough comfort to see her laughing, joking, cutting up. She gets exhausted, but then she'll bounce back up and just start joking around. We've also seen her, not her memory extend. Um, we haven't seen longer than that, maybe 60 to 75 seconds at most. But in that time, we've seen her be able to occupy two thoughts, which we haven't seen that in a year. So we've noticed she'll go in the garden, she'll come back inside, and normally she can't tell us where she's been. She'll look at her hands and go, I'm dirty, I must have been in the garden. Now she can tell us, I was in the garden and I just saw a black cat. That's two thoughts and we've not seen that before. So we know we're making some progress, but you have, you have to really watch and pay attention to see those kind of changes. So I normally like growing more vegetable plants like the zucchini I have over here, but my mom really enjoys flowers. This is a Caitlin I haven't experienced before. One I've only seen in old videos from before the accident. We have some zinnias and different types of daisies. She's showing me around the garden behind their house. They have plenty of space, probably an acre or so of land. This is an area of Guilford County that masterfully grew tobacco for generations and more recently, corn, wheat, and soybeans. But the Littles live on the edge of Greensboro. The farms have long been shoved out several miles beyond their home but Caitlin keeps the land productive with her garden. Most of these are flowers. I have some cabbage growing. As she shows me around, I make the mistake that so many people do when they're talking to Caitlin. I forget her challenges now that she seems to be getting back to being herself again. How are you feeling these days? These days, I enjoy being outside. Okay. Being outside helps me feel a lot better. And the shots you get? The shots? Caitlin gives me a look. She has no idea what I'm talking about. No idea that she's gotten a Rocephin shot every day for the last month. I feel terrible bringing it up, but as with all things concerning Caitlin, you know she's going to forget it in a minute. And so it was, as was I. When just a couple of minutes after that discussion in their back garden, Caitlin comes around to the front of the house where they've planted other things, and her mother has to introduce me and my photographer, Chris Weaver, again. Even though we've been at the house for more than an hour, and this is at least our 15th trip there. We have cucumbers doing, which... That's Chris. Chris. This is Bob. Hi, Bob. Hey, Caitlin. As she shows us what she's planted out front... I love growing beans. Beans are my heart. Jennifer has a discussion with Caitlin that demonstrates how she has little sense of time. And what year is it? I assume a year after I remember, because we can't grow anything in October. It's not October, it's spring. And the year is 2020. 
What? Yeah, it's 2020 now. You have a brain injury and you've lost your memory. Oh. Can you feel that now when I say that? Yeah. But what do you notice about your memory? Um. My memory is sort of non-existent. I ask her how that makes her feel. I'm not sure anyone who would not like to have a memory. I mean, between taking a test or remembering your grocery list, remembering that your mom asked you to do the laundry and she's just now coming home. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I would much rather have a memory. Her mom tells her about the treatment she's going through that seemed to be helping her. Do you feel that? Not really. Okay. What she does feel is what her parents think may be the Lyme disease continuing to attack her brain. And do you have a fever right now? I do have a fever right now, or Des else I would have been standing in the sun. <laughs> it's an odd fever because my hands are cold. Caitlin then puts her index fingers just below her eyes and runs them from her nose out to her temples. But the fever's from about right here up. It's all in the brain. So if I touch my head, my head's burning up. That fever is the reminder that Caitlin's brain continues to fight an unseen enemy. One minute, she'll show you what's growing and tell you things that cover time, making you think that she's becoming her old self again. But we love cucumbers. What's on your, turn them into pickles or do them with salads? And the next minute, literally the very next minute, She'll say, I don't really recall what we were just doing. We were just showing off your garden and talking about what month it is. That can feel like a dagger to the heart. Um, but when this is your reality, you can't afford to feel that way. Chris and Jennifer know that they have to be realistic, but hope becomes your fuel, what moves you from day to day. So as we sit down to talk about all that's happened, I ask them, Is all this enough to let yourselves hope? Yes, yes. Seeing her personality back um, gives us hope. Now we also know that no one can tell us how much damage has been done while this infection was running rampant. Um, you know, before we thought we were just de dealing with a brain injury and we knew there was a limited time, so many years, to get your healing in for the tissue. So that is still lingering in the back of our mind. Okay, we still had a brain injury, and now we have a brain infection. And no medical roadmap for healing. And until we have our miracle, there will always be the moment of, did we wait too long, were we too late? Too late for Caitlin to ever learn to remember again. Caitlin Can't Remember is written and reported by me, your host, Fox 8's Bob Buckley. Chris Weaver is our editor and producer. Our executive producer is Kevin Daniels. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.